0: Do I have to squat? This question was innocently asked by a client recently who is fairly new to strength training and wondered if she doesn't want a big booty should she bother doing barbell squats. There's a few parts to my answer as always but I firstly want to say this, just because you see it online doesn't mean the context fits your particular circumstances meaning plenty of influencers and bodybuilders put out content about building their behinds with squats. But let's get real. Taking a video of yourself squatting from behind is probably just a great way to increase your reach on social media, particularly if you are selling online products. In some cases, these people aren't even qualified coaches, and it's important to understand that if they are not looking at your personal circumstances and having a coaching conversation with you, what they are putting out is not to help you personally. It's to increase their bottom line. And yes, the pun was intended. So let's get into the reason why I choose to program barbell squats for our members who are able to do them. Actually, before I do, I'd also just like to clarify that you don't have to do anything. You're a grown up and you can do things the long or hard way if you like. But here's some reasons why you should seriously consider including barbell squats in your training plan. The number one reason is time and efficiency. The barbell squat is a challenging whole body exercise. Yes, it works your core as well. That puts your large leg muscles, ideally through a full range of movement under load. This takes practice. When performed correctly and with the right loading for where you're at, You should need a minute or two to rest between sets. You should also be huffing and puffing a bit. This means it's a really effective and efficient exercise for people short on time, which is most of our clients. Also, compared to doing a circuit with equipment like dumbbells, kettles, sandbags, balls, hammers, and other weights that you hold in your hands, the barbell is able to be gradually and incrementally loaded in the rack This means that if you only ever do circuit style training with small equipment, you're going to reach a ceiling of what you can pick up and use versus getting under the bar in a rack, you're gonna be able to lift much more. So in the circuit scenario, yes, you will likely sweat due to doing multiple various exercises for higher reps or really fast, but you won't get the same muscle building effect of the barbell. In short, we can more easily adjust a properly structured plan that includes barbell squats for each client as needed versus doing heaps of random, but maybe fun, just not effective exercises in a one size fits all class situation. You just can't track them when you're coming in and doing lots and lots of everything all the time. So it's really up to you what your goal is and how much time you can commit. If your goal is just to sweat and not be particularly strong, and or you don't have a specific goal for how you want your body to look, you can, and you can spend a lot of time exercising, then just do what feels fun. If your goal is to increase your total muscle and strength, then I would highly recommend the barbell and a structured training approach. Otherwise, you're just going to get stuck, which I see a lot with people taking the wrong approach for their goals, that is. Another point to make on picking up smaller weights and squatting them for high reps in a circuit style is that you need to be very careful of fatiguing and straining your back. This is because you're gonna find that as you adapt to that style of training, you're going to need to spend more time and do more reps to get the same effect from it or feel like you've done a hard workout. Whereas with the barbell, we can adjust your rep sets and load Uh, And we can do this in the same amount of time training each week um, rather than trying to keep track of just your training time and calories burnt in a circuit. So that's some food for thought as well. The next consideration is your training frequency. So how often you train and specificity. I usually struggle to say that. I got it out today. Specificity is training specifically for your goal. Um, Your nutrition also plays a role. So there's three really key elements um, that you would need to consider if you had a specific goal of getting a bigger booty, which you may or may not have, but what I'm saying is it's a consideration for actually getting one. So to get a giant booty from lifting weights, you'd need to be probably be training a lot more than you are. And in particular, the person who asked the questions is training three times a week on a generalized training plan. So to, in order to get a big booty, she'd have to be coming in probably every day, focusing on more specific glute-based exercises and how much of them she does over time probably cycling the diet as well particularly if you're not already genetically endowed that way you may need to eat in a calorie surplus and go maybe go through cycles of bulking and cutting so you don't gain too much fat overall but you want to get it in your booty right you want to be able to train hard enough to build that booty so you are going to probably have to go through those cycles AKA most of us are probably not at risk of growing an excess booty overnight. It's really hard work. Let's all remember that athletes don't choose their sport. Their sport chooses them based on the physical attributes they are born with. Having a big booty is no different. Our genotype is our natural endowment, and this will highly influence how we look which can be further enhanced with diet and training, but mostly the blueprint needs to be there already. You absolutely can enhance what you've got. It's just probably going to be a bit harder, take longer and require more focus than someone who is naturally that shape already. So we've talked about the superficial reasons you may or may not want to do exercises, including squats that build the glutes, or may build the glutes indirectly, but here's a few health-related reasons to do a barbell squat, such as being able to balance better, get down and up with more ease than most people I see, and avoid pains and strains caused by a lack of muscle and strength. In a nutshell, aging well, which if you like me and the age that I'm at now is a very real consideration. Most of my clients improve their aches and pains with squats, but individual dosage is key. I'm not going to harp on about it, but the benefits of being strong are not only evident in the clients I work with, but it's becoming more and more well documented. If your goal is to improve your health, it doesn't need to be silly either. Just a couple of times a week will do the trick, and you'll probably love it and want to do more anyway. That's why it's particularly important not to dive head first into bulk standard formats of using weights within the context of a group exercise class as you may end up injured and out of action before you've even had a chance to see progress. Start sensible and build from there if this is you. If you still really think you hate barbell squats and you don't want to do them, some other leg exercises I'd recommend off the top of my head in no particular order are reverse lunges, walking lunges, split squats, Bulgarian split squats, step ups, deficit kettle squats, leg press, leg extensions, sumo squats, shrimp squats, pistol squats, landmine squats, goblet squats, racked kettle squats, overhead kettle squats, and kneel ups. You can load and vary all of these exercises in a number of ways. The key thing is that you follow them along in a plan that you can track progress in, rather than switching them up every session i'd normally use most of the exercises i just mentioned as accessory work or extra in a plan that includes barbell squats and you honestly probably wouldn't do more than four weeks of them at a time before you find that you reach your limit of loading and by that i mean the heaviest dumbbells that you can hang on to or um, kettles or whatever other weight you're using um, so also, side note, it's not a good idea to include all of them in one session or plan. So shoot me a message if you have questions on this, um, coach at So in a nutshell, yes, I think you should include barbell squats if you can, you have access to them, you are short on time, want to get really effective training done in less time and you wanna be stronger and followed a structured training routine. We include barbell squats for most of our clients so they can spend less time in the gym, more time living, and it's very unlikely that they'll plateau with a barbell squat. They take a lot of practice. Um, At the end of the day, We work with our clients as individuals, not as a number in a group fitness class. So it really depends on what is right for you and what you wanna do. Always happy to have a chat about that. Uh, We also have a free workshop on this very subject, squats. We're calling it Squat School. uh, Coming up on Saturday, the 17th of September with limited spots to come along and learn much, much more and also practice barbell squats with our coaches on hand. So you can sign up via the link in the show notes and we hope to see you there if you can make it.